Welcome to another episode of Happy Hour. It's the boozy podcast you didn't know you needed. Let's take a shot. Ready? One, two, three, chug. It's Happy Hour. The boozy podcast you didn't know you needed. Here we go party. I promise I won't get fucked up. <laughs> I swear I'm not drunk. I swear. Hi, borrachas and borrachos. It's another episode of Happy Hour. I'm Carla. So how's everyone doing this week? I want to say that this is another episode and I'm really excited because, again, we have another guest, which I think it's cool because it's not just my opinion, you know, because I'm not qualified for all of this. Um, so I have my friend Denise here. Denise, say hola. Hi guys, it's Denise. Okay, so I guess we're gonna do this episode a little differently and instead of doing our questions at the end, ooh, it's full. I t- <laughs> instead of doing, oh my God, that's like a half the bottle. <laughs> so instead of doing, I never finished. Instead of doing the whole, like all the questions at the end, we can start off with one of the questions that we got. And it it's kind of like, what do you do when someone blocks you off all social media? kind of thing like you talk to this person you see this person very frequently but what do you do when they just kind of stopped talking to you in general um i don't know if you want to kind of answer it or if you have anything i don't think i've ever been in that situation well where (laughs) i don't know why a person has blocked me or Hmm. i guess why i've blocked a person Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) no I feel like every time I'm blocked, I know the reason I'm blocked. Like, I feel like you have to know the reason because, like, I don't know. Okay, so (laughs) I talked about this before Mm -hmm. on my radio show. (laughs) No, I've talked about this before only because um, I don't block people. I will mute people like nobody's business, Mm -hmm. but I won't block them. I guess recently I deleted somebody off of twitter Mm -hmm. like i blocked him and then unblocked him so that he would unfollow me and i would unfollow him but i mean it's not like i'm i don't know like doing it so they don't see your stuff it's just so that way both of you aren't necessarily finding each other oh you see i think the only people i've blocked two people Mm, yeah i've only blocked two people and it was for it was for my own reasons. It was more of like, well, I mean, I feel like when you break up with someone, you break, you like, yeah, you you get rid of them on social media. Well, I was actually like, you know what? I don't want this person to even see what I'm up to because we didn't leave off on a good note. So like, mm-hmm. this person doesn't even deserve to see my stuff. So that's something. So I feel like if you're getting blocked on social media, there has to be an argument, a disagreement, even if it wasn't something you thought was so, such a big issue. Because like, I get mad for everything. Like, this is the thing that I do. Like, let's say I'm messaging you, like, I'm, I'm sending you messages through, like, let's say WhatsApp or, like, Facebook Messenger. If you, like, bother me in some way, as in, like, if you're, like, someone that I'm talking to and we're having a deep-ass conversation and you opened it and didn't reply, and it's a deep-ass conversation, I will mute you or I will, like, have you where I don't get your notifications for at least 24 hours. So that way, because I'm pissed. So I feel like little things like that, maybe they're not big to that your person, but it is for another person. So I feel like you need to kind of step back and be like, okay, what did we disagree on? What did we, 
what did she say or what did he say that I didn't like, she didn't like, or whatever? I think another thing, though, definitely is, like, don't be fake about it. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're going to block someone, then block them, but be done with it. Like, and if you're going to see them in public, like, you know, don't talk to them, then don't talk with them either. Like, I get it. Mm -hmm. But don't be fake to their faces, like, smiling and talking to them or whatever. Like, yeah, if you're done, then be done. And I feel like if you are willing to publicly do that, because you're... I feel like you're doing it in public if you're blocking them on yeah. social media. Like, that's... So, if they come and ask you, like, or what's going on, like, don't be like, what? I didn't even mean to. Or, like, my Twitter accidentally blocked you. Yeah, like, no. Like, you, they blocked you, and you need to just own up to it. Like, yeah. So, I think people need to stop, like, acting like little kids. Like, own yeah. up to it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people are just annoying. And, I mean, like, if they are, then just tell them straight up. Or, like, I guess... The political climate or whatever sometimes people just tweet things or say things that you don't agree with and if it's that then just you know whatever yeah i think i um i un like i unfriended a bunch of people when uh same-sex marriage became legal i unfriended a lot of people or when caitlin jenner came out like i unfriended her because i felt like everybody had very ugly point of views because i feel like if you have a if you don't like those types like that type of thing like that's fine that's all yours and you have your right to your own opinion but if you are bringing negativity onto my timeline i don't need to see that of course i can unfollow you but i don't want to see that in the future and now i know what kind of person you are and i don't want you in my life so i i unfollow people like that and so that's what i did back in the day like this year February (laughs) (laughs) no way so me and Denise were having dinner lunch a snack (laughs) appetizers (laughs) oh we were eating we've been eating since like 7pm TBH no it was like 4 shut up I swear (laughs) oh shit yeah yeah yeah. it doesn't matter details details (laughs) we've been eating (laughs) um and we were just kind of talking and we kind of we kind of wanted to discuss something that I feel like is um, not really talked about and it's consent like I don't know I feel like um, consent isn't talked about and I feel like it's just like assumed I guess like you assume that person is giving you consent just because they like you or they're into you or they've been flirting with you and that's not necessarily what it means Uh, well what we were talking about was we brought it up Mm -hmm. when it I guess is more personal to us like you know you can give opinions and you can say you know consent is this or consent is Mm -hmm. that but when things specifically happen to you or when people cross boundaries with you and these people are your friends or these people are like you know you hang out in the same circles then it becomes so different Mm -hmm. I guess I hate to sound like this and it's totally because of these like (laughs) SVU marathon that I've had (laughs) but when you become the victim it really becomes hard for you to accept that especially when like i guess the people around you are the ones who have crossed that line i don't know i I don't know like i feel like so when i was in houston um there was an actual like not a class but there was like this big event about what consent is and they talked about it and so they show they were like showing all of these like commercials and all these movies and there's like this movie or this commercial where the guy like puts his arm around the girl and just kisses her and they kind of asked everybody, like, oh, like, do you think that's okay? And a lot of people were like, yeah, like, yeah, it's fine. Like, you know, they're on a date or whatever. It's like, but why do you assume yeah, you can kiss her? Yeah. And it's more with, like, 
men with women like men just assume like they can do that with women like a lot of the times like they assume like you know what like oh just because she likes me like yeah i can kiss her i can grab her i can and i don't think that's okay mm-hmm. i feel like okay i know this sounds super cliche or whatever okay. but i feel like it is super acceptable in society or whatever but it's because i feel like it's like saying that like the guys feel like they can or guys feel like mm-hmm. i feel like it's both ways like Mm-hmm. Even dating, even like things like that, like girls have their roles and guys have their roles. But I mean, I guess the last relationship that I was in, like I kissed him first, mm-hmm. but I would have never assumed that he would have thought that I was, you know, crossing a boundary. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he has it in his head also that he shouldn't think like that. But I didn't ask him, like. So you never thought, like, maybe you should ask him? No. I never thought, like, I needed to ask him if I could kiss him. Interesting. Do you think, like, if that was, like, not you necessarily in that position, because we know you would you would do that oh position. No, like, because you already kissed him, so, like, you know? But, like, do you think if, if another girl was in that position, like, she should be asked? I don't know. Yeah, like, do you need to ask, like, before? Like, I feel like everything, like, even putting your armor on somebody, like, getting too close to somebody, like, I don't know. Those things are all so... I feel like there's, like, a gray area because society says one thing you internally feel a different kind of way and then like I don't, I don't know I think it's just kind of all over the place but I feel like it's a very personal thing because like where is your line where is your boundary mm-hmm. where you feel like consent was not yeah you know what I mean and I mean like exactly like okay this is super personal but it's a situation where I wasn't necessarily I don't necessarily feel like I consented to something, but the other person felt like they did nothing wrong. So Mm. going out of that situation and then like talking to people about it and having them be be so like nonchalant, Mm -hmm. so whatever about things, like it just shows you like... What, like the mentality is? Yeah, the mentality of people or like how people think because, because consent isn't talked about. Yeah. Because people don't know or people don't care I, I don't think people realize it's that important yeah. until they're in like hot water or like they're in a i feel like people think consent is only when you're having sex and i feel like consent isn't just that though it really isn't because it's like i have okay like let's put it in this way like i have to tell you or i have to show you that i want to kiss you you know what i mean or like that agreement needs to be there somehow you know what i mean but see that's like exactly it you're talking about Kissing. Yeah. So then so, if you give somebody the okay to kiss you, then how far does that lead to? Like, Well, I only agreed to kissing. You know what I mean? It, okay, so this is something that we discussed. It was like, if I agreed to have sex with you with a yeah. condom on, okay, you knew where this was going. So, like, where does that end? And I think that's a good, like, I think that's a good kind of, like, comparison. Because, like, yeah, I agreed to kiss you, but does that mean I give you more? Like, I'm, like you're allowed to get more? Like, I feel like my opinion on this is completely controversial okay. and my friends totally know this because i think that we talked about this mm-hmm. that having sex with or without a condom i think that you're consenting to have sex mm-hmm. and like you're saying that if i say like yeah let's have sex but like put, put a condom on and he takes it off without me knowing it's still the same thing because i consented to have sex Yes, I think so. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I know we talked about this. I think that it does, at some point, like, limit, like, that definition of rape, but I don't think it's considered rape. I don't think it's rape. Because mm-hmm, th- there was a case where um, the girl, like... That first case. I think it was, like, Finland or something. Yeah, and that, that happened to her where she was having sex with this guy, and um, he took off the condom, 
without her knowledge, but I, she, I guess she, like, just agreed to have sex with the common owner. Like, they talked about it. I don't know. I didn't read no, the whole article. No, they didn't. They didn't. Like, they didn't talk about it. And oh, that's, she just assumed, like, she just, like, yeah. felt violated? Afterwards, yeah. Mm. And that's what I think... I feel... I mean, our, our views are totally different on this topic. Because yeah. I feel like it is... It is a violation, and I get it. I mean, how much closer can you, like... No, I... But I feel like it's a violation because, like, that is still my body, and you are... You are putting me in danger of having me... Else, yeah, yeah, anything that you might have that you don't know of, or or you might be putting yourself in danger, but at the same time, you like, you don't know me, or if you do know me, you don't know what's going on, or you don't know what you can g- give me. And so if I agreed to do something a certain way, that's the way that we should be doing it. And if you want to do it a different way, then you need to talk to me and not assume or not take it into your own hands and do do it that way. That's how I feel about it. And that's how I see it. Like, I don't know if it would be rape. Like, I feel like that's totally different thing, but it is a violation of my body. And see, I agree with that. I don't think it's Yeah. Like, I don't know if it would be rape. I don't think it should be that extreme either because rape is something without their total like entire consent like they didn't agree to it they said no or whatever but if she like can it really be rape if she didn't necessarily say no i don't know it's kind of like it's kind of like in a gray area but it goes back to the whole thing like so like like you said like kissing like how far can you go like exactly even that like yeah i get it you agree to something and then something else then it makes sense and especially if somebody does feel like that was you know like a violation of who they are, whatever, then yeah, like, if it's something that you don't agree to, you know, you have a right to feel however you want, like, mm-hmm. however you feel. What about, like, um... But in certain, like, states, it's already, like, uh, becoming a law that that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like that's, um... I feel like it's just, like, a, a difficult topic because there's so many... People feel differently about oh, the yeah, whole situation. But, I mean, that's, like, everything. Yeah, like, even rape itself, like... A lot of women, like women, when they put themselves like, okay, like people say like, oh, well, you shouldn't have gotten that drunk to. Oh yeah, like it was your fault. Yeah, like it was your fault. A lot of women do feel like, oh, I shouldn't have gotten that drunk, like, or like no, like I, I personally feel like if I got that drunk, you shouldn't touch me, like. But you feel like that. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, so everybody takes their situation or yeah. differently. So I feel, but I don't know. It's hard. It yeah. really is like a crazy subject because people do feel so differently about it like Mm -hmm. i don't know it's it's hard and then like afterwards like having people react way like different ways like Mm -hmm. and it does really make you feel like what the heck like just happened like sometimes you just don't even know Mm -hmm. so i was listening to these this other podcast (laughs) and um they they were kind of like submitted something and i guess it's it's a really good like thing to bring up so this girl went to an Airbnb out of the country and she went and she would, I guess she didn't know that she booked it with the owner still going to be there. Mm-hmm. And so she, she like went on her trip and she said it was fine. She really hit it off with this person. It was great. So when she came back home, she wanted to book another trip still on Airbnb and she decided that this time she would go out seeking for a like a a room or a, or an apartment or a place that their owner would be there because it's more affordable for her. Okay. So she goes and she's talking to this person. They're exchanging um, messages, emails, or whatever. 
And she notices, like, the messages are a little off because he's, he sends, like, a winky face to her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, that's weird. But then she's like, okay, whatever. Like, everybody, she, he's from a different country. Like, everybody um, speaks differently, has their own, like, way of talking. So she ignores it, goes on this trip, and he's there. And so she's like, okay. He's like, oh, well, let me go ahead and show you my other locations, like, my other, um, like, my other buildings or whatever. I don't know. So you can go ahead and like, no, like next time you do come, like the, these are also available. And plus your, the keys, like the, the spare keys are on the, on the other room, in the other building. She's like, okay. So she goes with him and then he leaves her there in that area to go and explore. And then when it's getting late, he goes and messages her and he's like, hey, I think um, I lost my key. Can I go and pick you up and take you back to the house? And she's like, yeah, it's perfect. I'm already lost. Like, just go ahead and pick me up. So he picks her up and then takes her to the room or whatever. And so they're like having dinner and she's like, oh, hey, well, I'm going to go to my room and I'm going to I'm going to head to bed. And he's like, OK, she gets up and he follows her to the room. And so she kind of like freaks out. But then she was like, not sure what that means. So she's like, I'm just going to act. I'm just going to start getting my stuff ready. Maybe he just needs like a little like time to talk and I'll go. She starts getting her like things together and he still isn't leaving. So she sits down and he's talking to her. And then so she realizes like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to go to like, I'm going to go ahead and like take a shower. And he's like, okay, that's fine. So she goes and takes a shower. She comes back out and he's like in his PJs in her room. And so she's like, okay. She's like, well, do you want to watch a movie or something? Like she felt really uncomfortable because she didn't know what to say because it was still his house. And so then I think it's like dumb, but okay. I'll tell you guys afterwards. (laughs) They start watching a movie and she starts noticing that throughout the movie, he starts getting closer to her and closer to her. And as he gets closer to her, she's kind of like on edge and she's like, okay, well, I'm going to go to bed now. Like, I really am going to go to sleep because I'm not going to wake up. And he's like, okay, yeah. So she like starts turning everything off and she goes to her bed and he gets in bed with her. She's like, okay. Like, she doesn't know what to say because she's like, okay, maybe there's only one bed. Like, she, she doesn't really know. And I'm like, so in my head, I'm just kind of thinking like, you should you need to speak up right now because like this is already like like you're in my bubble like you're you were already like doing too much and so she says that he starts groping her basically in this bed and she doesn't know what to do because she she says in her mind she starts thinking like if i scream no one's gonna hear me because this is not like it's a house she's like and two I have no one to call. I'm in a foreign country. And so it's like, and he's either going to kill me while I scream or not kill me while I just do whatever he says. <laughs> so, so he like starts grabbing her. And at the end, he basically rapes her. He has like, he takes advantage of her. She sleeps there. Mind you, this was like, this was like day one. And so she says that she was so afraid because he had like all her information through Airbnb and all this stuff that when she left and you like rate the place she said like she gave him a really like good rating because she was afraid that he was gonna like do all this stuff and so i it was going back to like the reason i brought it up was because like i feel like a lot of people are scared to talk about it or they're afraid to say anything because they're gonna like either not get help or they're gonna be viewed like well you put yourself in that position you know and, that, and i think that's why people are scared like she mentioned that before all of that happened she had been raped before and she actually talked, like, called the cops and all that stuff. And he got away with it after, like, seven years of, like, trial and stuff. Yeah. And so I feel like that's such a, like, a hard topic, like, when it comes to rape and all that stuff. Because, like, people don't necessarily always believe that person. Because I was going to say woman, but, like, I mean, men can get raped, too. 
Yeah, so. I think, um, I don't know, like, I feel like in that situation, it's so easy, <laughs> it's so easy for people to, to blame the victim. It's just hard. Like, mm-hmm. all those situations are super hard, especially because, I don't know, like, now you even have, like, things coming out of people who just feel so strongly about, like, females lying about things like this. And then, yeah. like, that's their proof, you know, in their eyes, like she did this and this and it could have all gone so differently like Mm -hmm. i don't know i just feel like that's it's such an ugly thing for people to go through and it's such an ugly thing for people to like come out and speak out about it because Mm -hmm. somebody's always going to question them or blame them and and it's just i don't know i think it's just really sad and it's like i feel like um rape is always like discussed like for women and stuff like do you yeah and I feel like men obviously like do get raped, you know, like that happens to them. I guess I want to see your view on like, I guess the double standards of like sexually harassing, like a girl sexually harassing a man and a man sexually harassing a woman. Like, I feel like there's double standards because I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, it's fine. Like the girls are crazy or, you know, or like they can do all of this. And I, I think this is bringing up like a different topic, but when yeah. um, like teachers... Mm-hmm. Like when teachers have like relations with students, mm-hmm. when it's, you know, the female teacher and the student, you get all these like, man, when I was taking math, like I wish she was my teacher. Mm-hmm. And when it's the other way around, it's like, oh, that man is such a sicko. Like he needs to, he needs to go to hell. Like people are so crazy. And like just alone there, you see the double standards, like both of them were you know, in a place of power and both of them, like, took advantage. Mm-hmm. No matter which way you put it, they were both wrong and it wasn't, you know, like, nobody was asking for anything. Like, I don't know. I feel like that's where you really see those double standards in those situations. I don't know. Or even, like, today, I think I was reading somebody from, from San Antonio. She was, like, talking to her student for a year and everybody was posting, oh, this lady was, like, a little bit, like, heavier Mm-hmm. And she was older and stuff, and people were posting like these really mean things about, you know, her physical appearance or whatever, mm-hmm. rather than, you know, saying like about the crime that had happened or like, I don't know, like even, I don't know, prayers for the family or things like that. Like yeah. in those situations, you really see those like double standards of like how people think, like even of like regular victims. Like if it's the other way around, it's just seen so differently. I feel like you said exactly I would, what I would have said, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I liked that you brought up the whole teacher thing. I didn't even think of it like that. <laughs> but I, it's true. Yeah, it is true. Um, I know, we, like, the reason I was I even thought about this was also because um, we even talk about, like, like unsolicited dick pics. Like, But I feel like if a girl was to do it, like, that's yeah. still wrong. Like, you guy sending me a picture of his penis is wrong, but I think, like, a girl sending that is it wrong too you know what i mean like i don't know but even then like it goes back to how we're raised like how or how you react to it too yeah but i mean going out like your parents aren't gonna tell you like oh like take care of yourself like you know don't dress like this or like whatever like how many times has your mom gotten mad or like said like oh you're wearing that (laughs) yeah and it's like a guy would never be told like you're wearing that or like come home by this time yeah parents are gonna be sick. yeah or like my mom is like oh is there a guy gonna go with you like make yeah. sure you're not like just us new girls like but i get it like we are also always like like something always like majority of the time it's always women but like it still sucks like i feel like it sucks because i feel like i'm not capable of anything when that's said to me you know what i mean like i, I that's how yeah. i take it yeah like i feel like it's like why do you think i need that but yeah i, I don't know that, that i take it like that but i'm also very like feminist like i don't need men but yeah i mean like it's it's like that like things like that that they tell us like growing up like 
girls need to make sure that they don't act like they want it, that they need to be covered up, that they're not asking for it. Mm -hmm. Like they need to be careful with their actions. They need to make sure that they don't drink too much. But yet when guys go and get in like all these fights downtown, like do all these crazy stuff, their parents don't sit them down and tell them, hey, Nicole, like don't drink too much because you're going to get in a fight. Like Mm -hmm. don't do this or like make sure that, you know, you don't get too drunk that you like do something stupid like they're never gonna tell them anything Mm -hmm. and it's it really is like these double standards that society like all like i don't know i feel like our culture especially like hispanic culture yeah because we have like a very machismo thing so it's always like for the man and i feel like as like as much as we talk about how like women like mexican women are very strong and stuff but i feel like oh yeah they they talk about it more in the way of like when it comes to like domestic things yeah. or like mental things like holding down the family yeah and it's never like she she can actually like hold her like take care of her own self mm-hmm. like she can do all of this but in reality like we all can like every female can and it's just yeah. okay i think another topic i guess it kind of was i guess lightly touched on the last one was um std testing mm-hmm. that i feel especially in the valley i guess that people don't take it seriously or people don't understand the gravity of getting tested mm-hmm. or knowing their partner's status or they're too ashamed to ask. Like, how do you approach that? Like, how do you ask someone their, their like, status on that? Like, I don't know. I feel like I just ask, but I'm also, like, super blunt about everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like that's that's too, too much to risk, like, too much to play with. Yeah. And it's... Like, it really does suck that people feel, like, uncomfortable or feel like they're not allowed to to ask. I don't know. I saw, um, I think, a campaign on Facebook. Well, it had been shared on Facebook. I'm pretty sure I shared it. <laughs> and it's this lady, and she's she, like, has, like, an ice cream truck, and she's talking to people about... Uh, knowing their status, getting tested, and she's like saying like getting tested is cool or like knowing people's status is cool, mm-hmm. and it's like, it's true. Like you don't want to be like I know that the stigma that comes with it is really ugly and stuff, but you don't want to be putting other people's lives in risk, or you don't want to like put yourself in yeah in a place where you don't know some that something's going on in your body and you're going through it like going through the motions of your life, doing everything that you want, but you still have this disease you still have this going on in your body and you're not doing anything to take care of it and it's just getting worse so you're really hurting yourself in the end and you're putting other people at risk i feel like so many things can be done but people just need to know yeah i don't know i feel like that and like just because like you don't know doesn't mean it's not happening definitely yeah like and i think that's how people are like oh like i don't have any symptoms like i'm fine but then mm-hmm. here you are like sleeping around with all these people like and i mean more power to you if you want to be like like you know however you want to be but dude like get tested yeah <laughs> yeah like really do and i feel like we have sorry guys um we have so many like places we could do this like you know you can get tested anywhere and it's really not that hard to find a place and i get it a lot especially here in the valley since we're more of like a lot more people are very still conservative and traditional you don't really talk about this with your parents or your like with your family and so a lot of people don't want to go out and do this because they're scared that it's someone's gonna find out you're gonna bump into your like yeah i don't know honestly guys i have taken three of my friends to get tested and constantly constantly tell my friends to go get tested because that scares me i went with my friend one time too yeah and it was really 
even my friends, guys, even my gay friends, lesbian friends, like, I've taken them to go get mm-hmm. tested because people just think that, I don't know, I don't know what people's mentality on these issues are, but, dude, just go get, like, honestly, just go get tested. Here, there's a lot of places uh, at the university. They do it, I think, every Thursdays mm-hmm. for free. I think it's only, like, two different kinds of STDs or STIs, but there's also Valley AIDS in McAllen. I think there's another one in the Valley and they do like a whole, like everything, everything for mm-hmm. free. Planned Parenthood also does all these tests for free. Yeah. So there really is no excuse to not getting tested. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously like you want to have fun, your partner wants to have fun. And if you're not going to do it for your partner, you're not going to do it for yourself. Do it so you can have more fun. <laughs> yeah, like, just, I know, to, like, have, like, an easy head at least. Like, But, yeah, I really do think everybody needs to get tested. I feel like you, if you're having sex, you need to get tested. Yes. Like, there's no You want to make grown-up choices, then you need to make grown-up yeah. decisions. Like, go get tested. Yeah. And also, okay, so think about it this way. Let's say you're having sex. You never got tested you are having a child you can pass those stds to your child let's just put that out there so do you really want to bring a baby in here and not know any of that so you have to get to, you should get tested before anything or why you're having sex so that's my take on it i always think about that like i always think about like in the long run when i want kids like what am i doing to them you know I mean, I don't want to have kids anytime soon. I don't. I mean, that's. I, I don't want any. Ki- I don't want kids anytime soon. Definitely, like, not anytime soon. But I also don't know if I want them in yeah, the future. I get you. Yeah, that's, yeah. How I feel like that's something that I've been. T- I don't know why it's been coming up so often lately. Because we're getting freaking old. Because we're getting so old. <laughs> oh my god. And I think it's because now I'm at work and I work with a bunch of women that have children. And, well, I mean, they're, like, in their 30s also, but they have children, and they obviously ask me, like, oh, when are you going to have children, or um, are you going to do this? And I just feel so uncomfortable because it's, like, I don't even know if I want children. Like, like how do you, like, they talk, they tell me, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm here because, or I'm here early because my kid wanted to get to school at 6. And I'm, like, ugh. I was like, no, like, I don't want to do that. Like, I can barely wake up at 7.45 to get to work at 8. Like, what do you... I don't know. <laughs> My little cousin starts... Well, she goes to school and she gets there super early. I don't have to be awake till, like, 9.30, so... Yeah, like, I, I can't. I'm like... And sometimes I feel bad. Like, I'm just kind of thinking, like, how am I going to be a great mother? Because I'm, I'm constantly... If I'm not, like, working or working on the blog or the podcast, I'm out with friends, you know? And I, my sister literally lives down the street from me. I can go see my nieces and nephew, but I don't. And I see them maybe once a week. And I'm like, dang, if I had kids, would I do this to them? Like, I don't want to put my, put my kids in this situation. So, like, that's why I don't, I know I don't want kids because I'm just like, uh, I don't know what I would do to you guys. Mm. Sometimes I feel like, do you... I would, the only thing that I, the main thing that I would want to get tested for, especially right now, is to see, like, what my eggs are like. Oh, my gosh. Is that weird? <laughs> like, infertility? Yeah. I think, um, I don't know, like, okay, so you'll see those memes going around, and they're like, like, they didn't get pregnant, like, are they, you know, just not, like, I don't know, like, is it birth control, or are they just mm-hmm. not fertile, like, yeah. it, it makes me think, 
Mm. I don't know. We can't all be infertile. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I really do think, or not really do think, I just want to know because I have my doubts, man. Like, I really do sometimes. And I know it's a very serious topic. It is a very serious topic, but I, I don't, I feel like I take it very lightly but I, I think I should get tested so I can take it a little more seriously. Me too. Uh, I think... I, okay, so it actually did come up recently because um, I take the shot mm-hmm. for birth control. That's, like, the one thing that I think stays in your system, like, the longest mm-hmm. after you stop taking it. And that was, like, the I guess the topic of conversation with my partner. If I should stay on birth control or get off of it just because... Man, guys, uh, this is too much information. <laughs> Just because we're not living in the same city anymore. <laughs> and um, I decided to get off of it because of that. Like, there's just so many, like, I guess, side effects or, like, learn long-term side effects. Like, I've been on it for uh, two years now. Mm-hmm. So... Would you at least do, like, the pill or a different type of... Uh... No, I've been on the shot. I was on the shot uh, three times, so that's nine months. And then I got off of it for four months maybe mm-hmm. and then i got back on it three three shots again nine more months and it's just like on the shot like and i guess i've taken breaks kind of but i guess i just wanted to take a longer break now or i don't even know but that came up like that's like a side effect i guess like it can affect your infertility later on in life and stuff even though i googled it and it said that their their like argument was that you won't be like any more or any less fertile than you would have off of it like that there's other factors like your age or like mm-hmm. how you've treated your body like all that stuff so i feel like gotta risk it for the biscuit oh my god I'm just no. <laughs> don't do it i don't know i don't know i don't know i feel like if you were ever in, like okay so you're not taking birth control now yeah and let's say what what would you do in the situation where you do get pregnant oh my gosh can we not talk about this? <laughs> Takes another like drink. <laughs> no. Um, okay. Well, most of my friends like know this. I think I've like talked to my mom about this too. But I'm super pro-choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in whichever situation, like no matter if it's like for the mother's health or mm-hmm. uh, situations like rape, things like that. But I think for my own personal life, I have a ton of goals mm-hmm. and a ton of things that I want to complete for myself. I don't know. I've even said it before. Like, I think that I will eventually be too busy, (laughs) you know, running the world, being president of the United (laughs) States or whatever, (laughs) to raise children. Yeah. So I've said... Well, Obama did it. Why can't you? Well, he didn't really raise, like... They were already, like, older. Rude. They were already older. He still raised them. (laughs) I know. But, I mean, they were already, like, older. Like, imagine having, like, a baby, like baby baby mm-hmm. when you're trying to rule the world and then you know gender roles i'm the female <laughs> no know. this was like a topic that me and mildred talked about um last week on the podcast and she brought up the thing of like what if someone's doing it multiple times you're like kind of abusing the whole abortion thing like do you still stand on the whole pro-choice thing like pensatucky yeah from orange is the new black yeah like she's like constantly getting abortions just because it's it's an easy way out like where do you stand on that okay so i volunteered at the um at the whole women's health and uh like escorting women and there was people who would go like multiple times Mm -hmm. there was um this man who would um 
take his mistress or at least those were the rumors yeah i mean like, my, my eyes are really big right now just guys like why <laughs> i haven't heard this one yeah well because obviously like i'm not just gonna tell everybody everybody's lives like given i don't know them but yeah. still like uh yeah so he would take his like mistress or whatever and that supposedly like they would go like a couple of times like that they had already gone maybe five times and at first i was like oh my gosh like that's so crazy like people shouldn't do that or people whatever but it just goes back to like i don't know like me being pro-choice i feel like that's you know everybody's personal like opinion like Mm -hmm. that would just not be the perfect situation for a child to grow up in and i mean maybe that's how they feel like but do you i mean that's something that can obviously be avoided though with birth control yeah if he or she has all this money to be spending on abortions then you can obviously invest in a better contraceptive. Well, I don't know. I feel like contraceptives also, like, they have different effects on different people. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. That's another thing. Like, it was hard. Like, at first it was so hard because I was there, like, judging people. Because I know, and it was, I felt super bad. Like, thinking about it, I was like, Denise, no, like, don't be rude. Mm -hmm. Like, these are people, like, choices, people, whatever. Yeah, like, there's times I find myself judging people. I'm like, no, Carla. Yeah. You are a feminist. Yeah, you believe everything. You know, like. Yeah, but you don't, yeah, like, you don't know the situation Mm -hmm. like you don't know what people are going through and i think that reproduction i'm just (laughs) no i think that everybody has their own choice they can do whatever they want like it's their bodies and i think that if they want to have five you know million abortions that's on them and you know i'll stick to my own you know opinions i don't know like honestly yeah that you know your body your choice I accept that and how many abortions do you think someone can take before like they get I don't sick? know honestly well it, it, I don't think that they get sick but it's like you're not able to like conceive yeah you're not able to have a child I hurt my they hurt my ovaries <laughs> like I feel my ovaries like cringing <laughs> and then I feel like the the question about me like whether I would have like ever have an abortion or if I'm mm-hmm. too young or whatever I feel like I'm not in that situation like, yeah I feel being or going through that situation would just be so yeah. I'm afraid that like as I'm very pro-choice and I believe I'm I'm the same way as you and I think everybody has their own situation and you make the best decision for your situation you know I think if I mean I'm probably wrong right (laughs) but if I was ever put in that situation in my in like my current like financial status (laughs) my current relationship you know like status single like I think no matter what, I don't think I would have an abortion because I am a chicken. <laughs> I couldn't even get like eye surgery because I was so scared of going blind. Like, so I think I wouldn't do it. And then I think I also, whenever I'm faced with like a challenge or something, I kind of think like, you know what, I can do it. So like my fear right now is like, not only of like, I'm not ready for a kid, is that I don't think I would be a good mom but i know if i was ever put in a situation and i am very pro-choice and i still believe that everybody should have a choice i think i would be like you know what i'm gonna be a fucking great mom because i said i'm gonna be a great mom and i'll go through it so i feel like I, I think it's the same thing like i think it's once you're in that situation it's different yeah you can you know throw your opinion around however many times mm-hmm. long, but at the end of the day like you don't know nobody what it is. can yeah say how they would react in a certain situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a really like crazy subject, and I wanted to bring it up just because I know Mildred had her own thing, but she didn't, we didn't really touch on it too much. And I know you would be a great person to bring oh it up. <laughs> yeah, no, and I kind of I feel like a lot of our like topics this week are gonna be very like 
um, women, like, like empowering women and making sure, like, everybody feels safe. But um, another thing is, oh, oh, my God, okay, so I was reading Cosmo. Um, hey, guys, if you guys want to hire me. <laughs> if you're listening. If you're listening to this podcast, please hire me. Um, no, so happy out. I'm happy out. <laughs> uh, Cosmopolitan um, put up an article like a f- maybe months ago and this woman recorded every cat call that she got during the summer and i just think it's kind of it's okay so this is this is my take i think it's one it's not gross and weird but at the same time i feel like if the the like the roles were reversed would it be just as gross you know what i mean like i feel the re- and i was thinking about it also earlier when i was at um when we were eating at the second location <laughs> Uh, there was a girl that walked in and she was like so beautiful and I went H like when I was like joking because that's what like Mexican guys do when they're trying to like catch someone's attention like H <laughs> and so I did that and I was like oh that's so gross Carla like you're so disgusting you uh, I was like you gross me out like how do you feel like I know I've been catcalled and I feel I don't feel disgusting but I feel violated like, I just feel like, like, their eyes are on me and I don't want them there. Like, I feel like, um, I talked with, uh, Ted about this all the time. Shout out to Ted. Because, <laughs> real, because, um, we talk about the sexualization of <laughs> men. Because it's so easy for us to, I mean, they're my friends, like, mm-hmm. and uh, given, like, that's not an excuse. Mm-hmm. So I just tell them, like, you know, stupid stuff, like... I know Ted would joke around and say like, uh, "Damn, ma, you got dumps like a truck." Can you just fill up yours too? Because I feel oh, it's weird. Cause I, I, I'm drinking this one. Just fill it all the way up. You need please. to come. No, it's because this one still tastes good with my. Okay, energy. go on. You got dumps like a truck. You tell you tell Ted that. I tell Ted that because he used to say that all the time, and like Here, one I'll time, leave you some. one time. Oh, I, I haven't even had this. That's all yours. One time he. Um, I posted it on his Facebook wall uh-huh. and his friends were commenting like stupid stuff, uh-huh. you know, because it was like me who had put it on his wall. Like if it had been another guy, it would have been, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know what yeah. it would have been. You know what? Now that I'm thinking, uh, that and is, I have a big problem, a super huge issue when people, uh, Cosmo, like all those uh-huh. magazines, they'll post like... Justin Bieber, like, with his junk all out, like... Okay, yeah, I feel like it's not headline news. Like, you don't need to make it such a big deal. It would have been a big deal. Like, would it have been the same... It would have been the same thing to put, like... What's her name? Jenner, um... Kylie Jenner. It doesn't matter. I was gonna say the other one. (laughs) What's the other one's name? Caitlyn? Kendall. Kendall. Oh, like, Kendall Jenner. Like, she has the smallest boobs. Like, would that have been okay to post? Like, no, then why would you post that about, you know... A guy or like that makes me feel bad. Now I'm like, yeah. no, because now I'm thinking about Troy. Yeah, tr- yeah, I Troy. I'm so sorry out there. <laughs> but see, like, I don't know. And I talk to Ted about this all the time because mm-hmm. because it's the double standards. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay for you know, it, it's not. It's not okay. But you see it more, or like you feel more attacked by it when it's like a guy like calling out, mm-hmm. you know, a girl or whatever. And like we'll do it to our friends who are guys, because given I would never feel comfortable doing that to a guy in public or whatever. Mm-hmm. I still do. <laughs> but, oh my god, I'm the cat calling version of the crazy. Like, but yet if it's the other way around, like with our guy friends and stuff, like oh we're just joking or mm-hmm. we're just kidding. But isn't that what guys are doing? Like on the side of the street, they're just joking, kidding, hanging out with their friends. Like mm-hmm. 
they're both gross and I don't approve of them. Hmm. I have double standards. <laughs> this is what I'm learning from here. I'm going to stop now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just Yeah, I guess I I mean, I never thought about being the one that did this. <laughs> but it's but I do that too. Troy's the one that I do it most too, to be yeah. honest. And I think it's because it, it's just funny to me, but like every life. I'm so sorry, Troy. <laughs> no, like and I get it. Like I I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I get it too. But we don't understand. Is it different though when it's a stranger and it's your friend? But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, why is it okay for magazines to post like these things about these guys? Mm-hmm. Like, given they're celebrities and stuff, but they wouldn't say that about like women. Yeah. Like they wouldn't post, you know, those things about like, Yeah. That is true. Yeah, like they'll do Yeah, or like if a men's magazine did that exactly. for like a woman, it would be like, oh, that's so rude. That's Lawsuits so- all up in yes. your office every single day for the next three months. Like mm-hmm. honestly, like that is so true. Cosmo, we gotta talk. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I talk my email is <laughs> to chat about it, mm-hmm. but true. I don't know, I get so upset. And then like people will like go and comment, like all these rude things also, like all these women like commenting, like and it's like seriously like commenting on what or where? Oh like posts like that, like um like mm, like I would love to take a piece of that oh, or like yeah, you know, yeah. stuff like that. It's like yeah. I don't know. So I always wonder like what celebrities think when women or men literally throw themselves at them like, oh like can't wait to have your babies or like can't wait to be all up in that. Oh. I can't say the P word. <laughs> but the P word for a girl's vagina. <laughs> I can't, I can't get myself to do it. But stuff like that, like, I always wonder because, like, sometimes I'm down to, like, uh, comment on my Lumas. Oh, my god! <laughs> like, hey, Betty. <laughs> oh, you, you see Carla's, like, R-rated comments, like, on the form of Lumas. like, this comment has been removed. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Dude, it's because, like, oh, and I, like, oh, I love my Luma and, like, I love him. God, there's nothing else. I love him. Like, I can't, like, look at his things and not be like, oh, my God, you're so gorgeous. Like, and then he speaks beautifully. Oh, my God. And then he tweets beautifully. <laughs> no, my cousin and I were talking about this. Actually. Maluma? No, not Maluma. Oh, mm-hmm. But we were talking about uh, the Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris split. Because okay. I was reading to her, like, Go the ahead. reasons that people were saying, like, why they broke up, whatever. And that was one of the reasons that they were saying, like, she was used to getting all the attention. And then Chris Pratt got hot. Or, you know, if you think so, because I liked him better, Toby. I thought he was always hot, so. Mm. Well, I still think he's... You know, Maluma, you're still my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> no, Parks and Rec, Chris Pratt's my favorite. But, oh, um... Like, and that's what we were saying, that he, you know, that things, like, just broke down because because he started getting, like, more attention from all these females, mm-hmm. and they started, like, circulating all these, like, rumors about him and his, you know, like, co-whatever, like, lady, co-act, whatever they're called. I don't know. Co's. They're um, the leading ladies in mm-hmm. his movies and stuff. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I, I, the reason I was like really like we're gonna talk about this is because I feel like I feel like celebrity couples are like eh, I don't care for them. That's why I was like, oh, we're really gonna talk about this. What do you mean? I love them. I hate. I hate. I, I hate. Love like them. I. I think it's because I also don't really like celebrity gossip. 
Yeah, most of it. <laughs> There's like bits and pieces I will go ahead and like take a little bite of, but no, <laughs> no, but um, I won't like. I, I'm not a big fan of celebrity gossip. Like uh-huh. when the whole thing with Rob and like uh, Kylie uh, and Black China. China. Okay, yeah. no, you have to follow that. No, I wasn't in it, but huh, I was in when Rob this recent yeah, that's was posting that shit. That was the most. That was the only time. But before when they that's first started dating, I wasn't in it because I was like. I don't really care but then i woke up one morning super early and rob was posting all these vagina <laughs> pics and i was like okay i'm gonna read this <laughs> so yeah i thought i don't know <sighs> no i don't i just liked them so much to me it's like if blake lively and what's his name yeah like if they broke up like <laughs> what the heck i don't know it broke my or heart i don't care <laughs> yeah like it broke my heart like i just think they were so perfect and then seeing, I don't know. I didn't, like, I didn't even know they were dating. All like, the together. conspiracy theories about why they broke up. I was like, wow, that makes so much sense. <laughs> like if I followed with them, like on the daily and mm-hmm. stuff. I don't know. What celebrities do you follow, like daily? I have notifications for Ashley Graham and Maluma. No, I don't. Ooh. I don't have any notifications for anybody. Not even oh. my closest friends. Oh, I feel crazy now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't even like. I don't even have like Facebook notifications, like Twitter, none of that. Like, oh yeah, me either. But Maluma and Ashley Graham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. I'm obsessed with Ashley Graham, like obsessed. Maybe not Maluma obsessed, but obsessed. It's up there. They're both together. I feel like I can't drink anymore because I ate too much. Mm. There's just no more space. I'm good. (laughs) Bottomless pit. (laughs) Um, No, I don't. Okay, I follow Taylor Swift because I love Taylor Swift. I think she's awesome. Okay, okay. So. Uh, oh my god! I didn't even want to do this. I hate talking I'm about celebrity Taylor. stuff. No, I think, I think it, what she decided to do as far as like uh, the song and the video. I loved both. Okay, I think it's childish. Why? I think it's stupid. But maybe it's because you my- think that about like Kanye also when he does that. What I don't even know what he does. Like I don't keep up with last, Kanye. The last video that she that he made where he put like all of them to bed. Oh yeah, I thought that was stupid too, but I didn't know it was for that because I um, I don't keep up with stuff like that. I think it's fine. I mean, I feel like everybody does that. Like I feel like everybody does that too, but I feel like uh, like I, she was higher than that. Yeah, like it's better. Yeah, because I feel like she had her, and I know it's probably like we well, had her standards too high, but it's just like <laughs> I just wish she would have taken a higher role because she is very successful. She's doing so much, and I she didn't necessarily need to be on that level. I'm not saying they're not successful, but I'm saying like. You, like, you really don't need to put yourself in that position. You know what I mean? Like, what are you... You're not, like, losing shit from it. You know what I mean? I feel like that's what she does, though. Like, all of her songs are based off of the boys. Oh, my or God. all the girls that have, like, you know... Like, all of her songs have these, like, little conspiracy Our theories. Our songs are So, this, this was just, like, that big one where it's like, you know what? You don't even have to live for the... Conspiracy. I mean, like, here's just everything. Yeah, like, I like the song. I love the song. I really do like the song. Like, I downloaded it and stuff. I just wish it wasn't for that reason. You know what I mean? Because... I, but I'm also the type of person that I'm not going to go, like, specifically out and, like, go and, like, try and attack you indirectly or directly you know what i mean like me and my friend are currently not talking one of me and my friends are not talking anymore and and you shaded him oh my god i didn't it's just there was things that started to come up and i started realizing there was a pattern within all of my friendships that i started losing like every friendship that i don't have anymore in my life 
has the same pattern. They all have the same characteristics or they have the same, like they still, they all treated me a certain way or they all carried themselves a certain way. And I know you and Alicia had brought, brought it to my attention, like, oh, well, this person was like this with you and this person was treating you like this or this is what they did for you or like this is how they made you change or whatever. And so I felt like I had to write it because it wasn't, that wasn't the first time I heard it and it wasn't for the same person. Does that make sense? So I didn't shade him, but you know who you are. <laughs> Just joking. But not trying to throw no shade, but here's some shade. No, no I don't no. know. I yeah. feel like, uh, I don't know, we do things like that, like, uh, you know, going on Twitter and ranting or going on... Talking about what you're seeing on Snapchat. Putting stuff, yeah, like, you know, stuff like that. Like, we do it. We all do that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I've had those times when people, like, just at me, and I'm like, well, I didn't mean it for you, but if the shoe fit, <laughs> yeah. then you have it too, you know? Like, but we do, because we go and we rant and we say stuff, and I think Taylor was just tired, and she <laughs> needed to just put it out there. <laughs> And she just can't. I wish though, like she had um, taken it and done something better. I don't know. Okay, so um, my little cousin, she's about to be nine, and she hated it. Like, and it made me so sad because she loved Taylor Swift also. And I don't know if it was because of the shadiness or because everything like surrounding like all this drama and stuff. Mm-hmm. But she didn't like the song and she didn't like the video. And I think she just doesn't like Taylor Swift anymore. And that made me sad. I feel like, okay, so when I have, like, I had the, how do I say? Okay, so I had it thrown in me, like, where I was kind of, like, failing. I didn't have a co-host anymore. I didn't have that. Instead of uh, creating and, like, creating a big chaos thing and being like, well, what the heck is your problem? Or why wouldn't you do this? I kind of was like, you know what? Because of that, I'm going to continue doing it. I don't need this. Like, so I feel like Taylor could have gone on the high road and been like, you know what? I don't need this like I don't need to worry about them I'm gonna do something bigger and I get it she did a song which is a really good song and like she's doing well but I feel like she could have taken it and created something like create create like a whole like clothing line and been like she constantly does take the high road and sometimes and that's her charm gotta get down with the dogs (laughs) hey I don't know I just I'm still team Taylor I mean I'm not I'm not part of any team (laughs) chug the bottle (laughs) I do the rush I'm too weird to Okay. Because I eat too much. So while Denise is peeing, I'm going to practice for my solo podcast episode. I'm probably going to need more shots of... I think when I do my solo, I'm probably take a few shots of tequila or something, to be honest. Um, ooh, okay. So I think this is something I am willing to talk about. Okay. So today I was telling Denise that... Um, I really wanted to text my ex-boyfriend and it wasn't like to hook up. It wasn't to be anything romantic. It was more of, I kind of miss his friendship. Like I miss it being cool with him. I miss like hanging out with him. We would joke. We, we, we kind of had this really good friendship. And so I like, I, I don't know what many people think about that whole situation. Like, I mean, is it cool to talk to your ex-boyfriend, your ex-girlfriend? Like, is it cool to talk to an ex? Also, like, what about hooking up? Like, okay, so I've never hooked up with an ex. Have I? Question. I've never hooked up with an ex after we've broken up. Okay. So I've never done that. And I don't think, obviously, there are times where I would love to still have them there for um physical reasons 
but I don't think I would do it for my emotional things. But I wonder when people hook up with exes, like, are they doing it for the emotional reasons or are they doing it just to kind of get it out and like, like bump one out and like head out or what, what, what's going on through the head? Because like this, like the whole texting my ex-boyfriend today wasn't any physical thing. It was more of an emotional thing. Like I kind of missed his, him being there next to me, really talking to me, really connecting on a different level because I don't know, I feel like now in 2017, it's really like difficult to date and it's really difficult to talk to people without it being sexual. Like I don't think in the last year I've met anyone that hasn't um, made it very sexual within the first, what, three weeks? Like the moment I start talking to someone, everybody starts to starts to kind of like sexualize me. And I'm not saying that it's all me, but I'm saying like men now don't want to date or don't want any intimacy as far as like emotion, uh, emotion, like emotions and stuff. And I feel like a lot of people are looking for uh, physical stuff. So I think that's why like people go back to their ex-boyfriends because they did have that emotional connection with them and it wasn't just physical. Mind you, I've been in an all physical relationship and um, it was, I mean, it wasn't all technically all physical, but a majority of our relationship was all physical, but it was a four year relationship. So I feel like that says a lot. So that four year relationship a lot of it was also long distance so i feel like in a long distance relationship how much like sexual like how much sex or sexual uh, sexualizing can actually happen but but honestly like when you are in a long distance relationship and you have had sex or you have been with this person obviously you re- reminisce about those moments because you do want that you do want them every single day because you don't have them anymore but this relationship was very physical in the sense that when I did see him, that was all there was. And I feel like it's really hard to kind of notice that when it is a long distance relationship. And I don't know. So like now I feel like every single guy I talk to, it's all sexual. It's all, they're all just trying to get something out of me. I don't know. So it's hard dating in 2017. Tinder doesn't help. Um, obviously don't go on tinder trying to meet guys obviously just because if you're on tinder that's exactly what you're looking for most most of the time i do have a friend who met her current boyfriend on tinder and they are happy af so shout out to them no but like so it's honestly like being on tinder you were you are looking for physical stuff not any any emotional stuff so yeah denise is coming back guys can you hear me in there oh i was talking about my love life lack of yeah for real Mm. i was telling them about um how it's hard dating in 2017 because everything wants like like everybody wants like physical stuff and not like actual emotional stuff. So I was like, is it okay to hook up with your exes because they have that emotional thing, but you kind of still get both the best like best of both worlds? Because I was like mentioning like I want to text I wanted to text my ex boyfriend today. Oh yeah, I think I'm just too of an emotional person. Yeah, like I just couldn't. I feel like I get really attached really yeah, fast. Like um, 
like if, if a guy is like oh I like you I'm like oh cool like yeah whatever and then if I start to like you I like you like yeah like it like I, I can't do anything about it like now I like you I'm not just because you like me but like if I end up liking you <laughs> so yeah like there's this boy that likes me and I can back and I don't know what to do I don't know. Love is dumb. Don't fall for them. I know. Don't fall. Don't for do me. it. No, but we are running out of time. Dan, you went to the restroom for like two minutes. Two minutes. So, guys, any last questions that you guys have to ask? That is like dumb because they can't sleep. That's okay. We're gonna go. Okay, guys. Dan is falling asleep. We are gonna end it here. So go ahead and follow the Happy Hour podcast on Instagram and DM us any questions, any stories you would want us to read on here or on us. To read? Us. It's only me. Every week I have someone new. So like um, send me anything you want. If you if your story is too long for Instagram, go ahead and send it to contact, C-O-N-T-A-C-T at lipstickandvodka.com. That's so cute. And so, or also follow my personal Instagram, which is K-L-E-A-L with two underscores. That's my personal Instagram. You can also find me on Twitter, on Pinterest. And then my Facebook page is Lipstick and Vodka. So go ahead and follow me on all the social medias so you can always stay up to date, not only on the podcast, but also on my blog. And Denise, you can follow her on Do It Like Den, D-E-N, on everything. Even yeah. on... Uh, no, Snapchat, no. Oh, yeah, my Snapchat's different, too. My Snapchat is Denise, D-E-N-I-S-S-E, and then the number two. Denise, two. Yeah, and mine's Carla with a K, and then Jasmine with double E. So, yeah. All right, guys, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.